We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Thursday podcast. Hi there, hockey fans. I'm Paul Bruno here with AJ Scholes as we bring you the Thursday edition of our DFS series of podcasts where we focus on tonight's slate of NHL games. This is a first for Rotowire, as I understand it, AJ, and I'm thrilled that you and I get to do it. Before we begin, though, I'd like to invite our listeners to follow uh, me at Paul Bruno at Statsman22, and you can follow AJ at AJ Scholes24. That's AJ S C H O L Z24. You can also look for our weekly hockey NHL show called Puckcast with Statsman and AJ, which we record every Tuesday as well. We want to thank our friends at Rotowire and our sponsor FanDuel for their ongoing support and for this chance to record a second weekly show, this one, of course, strictly a DFS variety. All right, AJ, now that we've got that promo stuff out of the way, let's take a look at tonight's schedule before we consider our, consider our FanDuel lineup options. Yeah, FanDuel's just got the uh, the one slate uh, tonight, which will include all the games. It'll start out with Edmonton at Boston. The Bruins are favored there. Uh, the money line on them is minus 150. Columbus heads to Washington. Capitals minus 130 in that matchup. Uh, Nashville is in Tampa. 
against the Lightning, who are favored minus 120. Uh, Carolina travels to St. Louis. Blues are minus 160. Buffalo heads to Chicago. That'll be a tough one for them. Blackhawks are minus 200. Minnesota at San Jose. Sharks are actually favored in this one at minus 135. I was a little surprised by that. And then Detroit heading to Los Angeles. And this is going to be our biggest uh, uh, lopsided one as far as the money line goes. Kings are minus 210. AJ, are you surprised as I, I look at these money lines and I say Columbus is, is the underdog in that game? I know they're on the road, but they're on a 16-game winning streak on the verge of an NHL record. That's not showing them a lot of love and respect. Yeah, that one caught me off guard as well. I, I think it, you know, a lot has to do, as you mentioned, home and away. Um, and at the end of the day, the Capitals still have Alexander Ovechkin and Braden Holpe. True, and you can't discount those guys. They looked pretty good the other night against my Leafs, scoring a lot of goals. They didn't look too great defensively. The Leafs chased uh, Holtby early, so I expect him to be the starting goalie tonight in a rebound opportunity. AJ, we're here to do the DFS thing for NHL variety, so let's get into this. Uh, we're looking at the centers first, and we'll do this in ranges for our listeners. We'll take it from the top end, and we'll go back and forth a little bit, highlighting a few names in each of these ranges, and we'll do that for each position. At the end of the show, we'll give you our lineups and the famed optimizer uh, lineup from Rotowire. That's the, a tool that uh, gives uh, fans a chance to take a look and see what the Rotowire machinery spits out as their best lineup. We'll also throw in ours. So let's start with the center position and uh, let's take a look at, say, the top tier of centers. There's about uh, four names over the 7,000 mark, including McDavid, Carter, Eichel, and Taves. Are you on any of these guys this evening? So of these four, I really like Jonathan Taves the best. Uh, he's at home against a slightly uh, weaker Buffalo team. Uh, but if you're looking for kind of a cash game play, uh, Jeff Carter will likely have the lowest ownership here. Uh, and he gets a good matchup against Detroit. So uh, Taves would be, would be my go-to guy. But again, in, in those cash games, you might want to take a look at Jeff Carter. Yeah, I love the call on Jeff Carter. Uh, he, he has no match on the other side of the ice in terms of experience and size that can contain him. I know he's projected as a second-line guy. He'll play the power play as well. You've always got to consider, though, uh, what McDavid might be up to. This guy is right up there among the league's leading scorers, and certainly the wonder kid uh, is, is right up there in terms of pro player profile with your favorite guy, Sidney Crosby. So he's got a good matchup against a Boston team that's kind of floundering of late, and you might want to spend right to the top of the bar uh, to get him into your line if you can squeeze him in at 8,600. But there's a drop-off to... To uh, the, the other guys, about seven or eight hundred dollars. If you want to save money and spend it elsewhere, certainly uh, Taves is even fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. I find him to be a surprise here in this range because he's not that big a scorer, AJ. And he's even projected as a second-line guy, so I'm a little bit surprised. I think that's an inflated price tag on him. Moving down a little bit lower, let's take a look at the six thousand dollar price range. There's about ten names in here, AJ. Any of these guys catch your eye? Yeah, so this is definitely where, uh, for our listeners, you're going to find the bulk of your options uh, for tonight. Uh, Eric Stahl, I think, at the relatively discounted rate of 6,400, uh, which I think is mostly due to a lackluster 3.2 fantasy point night uh, against Columbus. But again, who hasn't struggled against Columbus as late? So he's definitely one I'm targeting there. Uh, and then more of a, a sleeper pick here in this mid-range option, I think it's going to be David Krejci uh, for 5,900. Boston, in my opinion, is flying a little bit under the radar uh, this season. And Edmonton are winning games, but it's not necessarily due to their, their goaltending. It's, it's more of an offensive, uh, you know, powering them to win. So I think 
you know, Boston could put in some goals, and, and David Krejci at that that lower price tag is a, is another guy I think could be targeted here. And I'll highlight three names in this range myself. I mentioned about Taves. He's averaging 10.3 points per, se- per game this year. In the same game, Artemanisimov, who's got the better wingers, he generally plays with Patrick Kane and uh, Artemi Panarin a lot, so I don't know how they're sp- switching that up yet tonight. We haven't done the roster sweep, but that's what's happened most of the season. He's averaged 11.6 points per per game. That's 1.3 better than Taves, yet he's priced $300 cheaper. So I'll point that out. Then a couple other names that I'm going to strongly consider. Nick Backstrom uh, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's He's got the chance to play with Ovechkin. Ovechkin is a guy that should be feared as, as still the premier scorer in the league. He's having a bit of a subpar season. But I think uh, I like the pairing here enough that, that I would consider Backstrom at discounted, discounted price in a matchup where I think Washington rises to the occasion just like the money line says they will. And I'll also look at a guy like Ryan Johansson, projected to be the first-line center for Nashville against a, a Tampa team that is uh, really struggling this year without a number of players in their lineup. And uh, I think Nashville's a disciplined team that could give uh, the, the Bolts some fits tonight, and, and Johansson will be at the center of that. We drop down now to the 5,900 and below range. Uh, AJ, any names in here that you want to talk about? Yeah, so uh, value plays, in my opinion, at center are a little trickier to come by. Um, it's hard to find those kind of top uh, top two defensemen in, in this price range. But tonight I'm looking at Franz Nielsen, 4,900 with Detroit. Uh, they are on the road, uh, but, you know, LA is not a team that is, you know, powering their way through the league. They're... There's some question marks there in goal, so that could open up some opportunities for Nielsen. And then another option I like here is Vladislav Nemestikov, 4,600, but he's averaging 8.6 fantasy points over his last four outings, and he anchors the second line in in Tampa alongside Jonathan Druin. So I think either one of these guys, if you want to maybe go high on one of your center picks and go a little bit lower, either one of those guys might be uh, a solid option for you. There's a couple of guys that are uh, first-line players in this range for their respective teams that also bear mentioning. Joe Thornton is still one of the premier playmakers in the league. I mean, he's got maybe a couple of goals, but the rest, he's got a mitt full of assists. And don't forget he plays on that potent power play as well. Uh, Jumbo Joe should factor in. Uh, They're at home against that disciplined Minnesota team, which gives them a better chance, uh, I think, to do some scoring. The, The Sharks play better at home. So this is uh, an opportunity to go low and get a, still get a first-line center. And if that doesn't uh, strike you, another good value opportunity is Paul Stastny uh, with the St. Louis uh, team against Carolina. He's priced at $5,100. He averages almost eight points a game and is a premier passer as well. So I, I look for the distributors in the lower range to, to maybe fill out my, my lineup. Let's move over to the wing position, AJ, and uh, take it to the top again. I mentioned Ovechkin. There's four names, three names along with him in that 8,000-plus category. Pavelski, Kane, Tarasenko, and Ovi. Any of these guys uh, under consideration by you? Yeah, well, I think it might be tempting to snag Tarasenko despite his you know, $8,800 price tag. Uh, when you see that he's facing a, a down Carolina team, uh, I think you can get about the same level of production or better, actually, from Nikita Kucherov at 7,900. Uh, you know, that's a pretty significant savings there. And in fact, over his last five outings, Kucherov is averaging 24.2 points per night. Um, and I actually prefer uh, Patrick Kane's linemate, Art- Artin uh, Panarin, uh, if you're looking to capitalize on that Chicago-Buffalo 
matchup. Uh, you know, Panarin comes in at, at 7,900, which is about $800 less than Kane. And I'll add the Joe Pavelski. He's been uh, held off the score sheet for a couple of games. He's averaged 15.5 FanDuel points per game. I think as a first liner, I highlighted his pairing and partnership, long-standing partnership with Joe Thornton. I think against Minnesota at home, I like the chances of Pavelski getting off the schneid at $8,000. He's a guy that I favor in that range. Dropping down to the 7,000-plus range, there's four names in there as well. AJ, uh, Parise, Atkinson, Kucherov, and Panarin in that range. Are you on any of these guys? Yeah, I, I, I went, uh, again, a little bit lower uh, instead of, you know, those guys. So I've kind of shifted down on, on each one of those. Um, I think some people are going to overlook David Pasternak here at about 6,500, which is, you know, fair considering his seven-game goal drought. But he still leads Boston with 19 goals. And, and a visit from Edmonton might be just what he needs, uh, you know, to, to get out of his funk there. And one other very kind of unheralded option I think would be Char Charlie Coyle of Minnesota at 5,900. Um, he's got a goal and six assists in his last four games while playing for Minnesota's top line. Um, and if you're in a cash game, one guy I really want to point out here is uh, Anthony Manta at 5,300. He's averaging 22 fantasy points over his previous six games and will probably get passed over because he is on the struggling Red Wings. All right, you highlighted a guy that I wanted to talk about a little bit later. He's going to be in my lineup tonight, and that's Manta. I really like the way he looked in that outdoor game. Uh, to me, he's, he's, he's a youngster who's coming of age, and I think he's going to be a premier player for the Red Wings for a long time, and I think he gets a good matchup where he can shine tonight. Uh, I think he'll be featured on, on the Detroit special te teams, and uh, I, I like his chances for big performance. I mean, but I want to get back to the 77,000 range, rather, and I want to highlight Nikita Kucherov, who's one of the hottest scorers in the league right now, and sometimes that's where I lean to AJ Durbin making my picks. This guy's averaging 17.3 points per game in FanDuel play this, this, year, this year, but he's on a hot streak, one of the hottest scorers in the league right now. Uh, anybody in the 6,000, you highlighted a couple of names, but uh, anybody else in the 6,000 range that you like or might want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I, I highlighted a little bit Jonathan Druin. Uh, he's 6,300. He's playing, you know, on that second line. Uh, he's definitely had his ups and downs, but I think last postseason, he kind of earned the benefit of the doubt uh, with his play, and, and he can certainly pot some goals. Uh, and it's, it's a good matchup at home against Nashville. Uh, who aren't necessarily the team I think a lot of people expected they would be. Yeah, uh, in this range, I like Brad Marchand a lot. He's a pesky player who's going to give the Edmonton... A, they got a soft defense. That's why I highlighted him in this range. He's also going to play first-line minutes. You know what he's going to give you every night. And, and I think just this is a good opportunity where I don't think there's a, there's a shutdown defenseman on the other side, save for, uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Nurse if he gets in the lineup, I guess. To, to go head to head against him, he might he might be physical enough to to, to give Marshawn some headaches. But otherwise, I like his chances of, of having a big night offensively. Uh, I'm also on Brendan Saad for Columbus. Of course, everybody on that team is hot in terms of scoring most recently. But Saad is right there uh, among the leaders, and and he might be worth a look against the Washington team that did give up five goals the other night. So those are two guys that I'll uh, highlight in this range. Going down below that. 6,000 plateau. You highlighted Charlie Coyle. I want to hear what you think about my, my decision to consider Jaden Schwartz in this range and perhaps uh, even a guy like Justin Williams for the, for the Capitals. I, I, I say 
both of these guys are going to play top six minutes and on power play time, look for those values below the 6,000 threshold. And I think that's where you find an opportunity to plug in some guys who are going to get the quality ice uh, tonight. Yeah, I, I shy away a little bit from Justin Williams. I'm, I'm fearful of that matchup with, with Columbus there. I think, uh, you know, we mentioned the money line on that one earlier. I'm not one to bet against Columbus of late. Uh, Jaden Swartz is certainly an option there at 5,800. Uh, but if you want to save just a, a couple extra bucks, maybe take a look at David Backus. It sounds like he might be in the lineup tonight for Boston, uh, 5,600. So, you know, 200 extra dollars you can spend elsewhere. Um, but, you know, that I might go with him uh, instead of uh, Schwartz or uh, Justin Williams. Okay, we turn our attention to the defensive side of the puck, and I get to highlight two guys that are on my my uh, Rotowire THL uh, league team right at the top of the board. Is it any wonder why I'm running away with this league again, JJ? All the guys at Rotowire must hate me when it comes to <laughs> hockey talk. But I got Brett Burns and Victor Hedman in my season-long lineup. They're at the top of the board here. Are you on either one of these guys for their uh, hefty price tags? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to look, uh, you know, ignore, uh, look the other way with what Burns is doing. I mean, you look at his average fantasy points per game, he's 4.4 points higher than Victor Hedman. Um, certainly the cost is there, but he's worth considering. Uh, I think I ultimately would pass on him and pick Hedman between the two, uh, just so I can avoid kind of compromising in other areas of my lineup. That $1,100 goes a long way when you're looking at your, your wingers, your goaltending, and your centers. Now, about two weeks ago, we fielded a question about Duncan Keith. Is it time to give up on Duncan Keith? And look where he is. He's right next up on the list at $6,500. He's on a, a point streak. He scored about seven points his last nine games since we fielded that call. I guess maybe that was the kickstart he needed. We'll, we'll certainly take the credit, won't we? But uh, <laughs> he's got a good matchup against Buffalo tonight, and there's a few other guys in the 6,000 range that might be worth considering. Are you on any of these guys? Yeah, the one I like the most here is Roman Yossi at 6,200. Uh, he's definitely worth that price tag. He figures to be on the ice for around 25 minutes per night, and that includes time on the power play. And uh, you can't overlook the fact that P.K. Subban is out of the lineup, which is going to you know, give Yossi the opportunity to be kind of that lead uh, scorer from the blue line. Yeah, and I'm going to add the name of John Carlson. He has probably retained his role, resumed his role after being off the first string power play. He's back there now. He's getting first line minutes on the defense, regular defense pairings, again behind that potent six pack that the, that the Caps have on their top two scoring lines. I know they're facing Columbus, but I think tonight's the night, and I think Carlson's going to be central to, to their problems for, in that game uh, for Columbus. Uh, let's see about the anything below the 6,000 range and value plays for you, AJ. Yeah, I've got a couple here I want to highlight. Uh, I, I don't uh, don't want people to overlook Alec Martinez. He's 5,100. Uh, always seems to pile up fantasy stats, whether it's shots on goal or block shots, even when he isn't scoring. Uh, so that price tag is certainly worth uh, taking a look at him. And if you're really looking for a discounted option, if you if you spent high on some of those other ones. Uh, Anton Strawman is coming in at just 4,100, but he's playing on the NHL's third best power play that's converting at 23.8%. So a, a solid uh, you know, power play option for really, really a low price. Well, you highlighted another guy that's going to be in my lineup at the end of the show. That's Alex Martinez, and you made a great point. Don't forget about the def defensive stats. They do uh, reward you handsomely for blocked shots. In fact, it's one of the highest categories in terms of payback 
for, for the scoring that you do in, in FanDuel. And uh, I'll also highlight a Zach Wierenski here for those high-flying jackets. This is a rookie who merits consideration for Rookie of the Year talk. I know we talk about some of the forwards on our regular hockey show, but don't sleep on what this guy's done. He's playing first-line minutes on regular D and on the power play for Columbus. You talk about a potent power play. They're right there with the league leaders. And right there with him at 5,600 is Alex Pietrangelo. He's, he's another guy who, a little more unheralded than some of the other big names, but a consistent producer. And I think they're, they're, they've got a good matchup against the visiting Hurricanes in that situation. Anybody else uh, you want to highlight on the defensive side of the puck, AJ? Yeah, I, you might want to take a look at... Uh, Andre Sakara, he's he's coming in uh, again, another kind of value play guy, uh, 4,300, and again he's playing uh, on that top unit and has already gotten five helpers uh, with the man advantage. So kind of another power play quarterback that you can highlight for for not too much cost. And then I'll throw one more name in just because he's got first pairing minutes with Keith. Is that that's Trevor Van Riemsdyk? He's picked up his scoring pace a little bit. Of late, he's down down there at $4,200. If you're looking for a quality guy that you can fit in with some other high-priced talents on, on, your, on your team, Van Riemsdyk might be the way to go just because he's got a good regular shift partner and he's got a very good matchup against the visiting Buffalo Sabres who are kind of reeling of late. And uh, let's take a look finally in goal. AJ, uh, there's a couple of guys. There's, this is where you spend the big money. So you need to get the, the win here, I think. And uh, of the top four goalies, uh, which one has the best chance for you to win their game outright tonight? Yeah, the hard part here is that the, the four top guys in this kind of 9,000-plus category are all facing each other. Uh, you got Bob Grossi going up against Holpe, and Dubnik is going up against Jones. So it makes it a little trickier to find that win. Uh, but for me, I like Devin Dubnik. Uh, his only loss since December 2nd was actually to Bob Grossi in that uh, high-powered Columbus offense. And while they price out at the same, uh, I think he has the slight matchup edge versus San Jose uh, when, you, you know, compared to Bobrovsky going up against Washington. Yeah, I agree with you on that pick. And I'm going to say in the other game, I'm going to lean on Holtby. He was embarrassed in his last outing. You know, this guy's got a lot of pride. This team's got a lot of pride. And their coach is going gonna, is gonna to play to that tonight as they get ready for, for this tilt. It doesn't need any more hype. They want to be the team that breaks the record, uh, stops the record in its tracks. And I think Holtby's front and center tonight when they do pull that off. Uh, down below that range, let's take it from uh, 8,700 to 8,900. There's a bunch of guys in that range. AJ, what do you think about those names? Yeah, so I really like uh, Corey Crawford here uh, for 8,800. And he has struggled a little bit in his last four outings. He's got just one win. Uh, but the 32-year-old remains one of the premier talents in the league. And again, he's, you know, that matchup of Chicago against Buffalo, I think, really favors uh, the Blackhawks there. Uh, but just in case, I'll throw in a, a non-Blackhawk option in case you've already, you know, uh, stacked a little too heavy on them. And that's going to be Tuka Rask. Uh, slightly more, uh, slightly less than him at 8,700. Uh, he has performed well, kind of with the exception of his start against the juggernaut that is Columbus. Um, you know, I will throw in there as well, though, a bonus for Corey Crawford. He's already been confirmed as the starter in the Rotowire starting goalie grid. So if you are putting your lineup together early and don't want to have to worry about it later, maybe look at Crawford, who's already been confirmed. 
And uh, in terms of matchups, I love the St. Louis matchup hosting Carolina at home, and I'm going to say Jake Allen is another guy that's worth consideration in that in that range. Uh, but make sure he gets the start. This might be a situation where they turn to their backup. It's not been declared, so that's uh, a great point that AJ makes. Make sure your starting goalie projection matches up with what we show on Rotowire a little bit late in the day. We're recording this show early in the morning, and not all that information is out yet. Anybody else below that threshold, uh, 8,500 and below? Uh, AJ? Yeah. yeah, so I kind of want to highlight uh, one option for some of our listeners out there. If you, if you dip below 7,900, what you're going to be looking at mostly is uh, backups here who might be getting a chance uh, if their teams are in a back-to-back. We got three guys right now that, that could be in that situation. Uh, Jared Corio from Detroit, uh, UC Saros with Nashville and Michael Lighton with uh, uh, Carolina. These are all guys that you're really going to have to, as Paul said, check to make sure they're starting. Um, but their teams are facing back-to-back, so they're potentially going to be using their backups. And the guy I like here the most is going to be Jared Corio at 7,500. So he's a real uh, savings compared to some other guys. Peter Mrazek already started last night. So chances Corio will get the nod tonight are pretty high. And the Kings aren't a bad matchup for him either. Um, But like most backups, uh, you know, he can certainly burn you. But if you're looking to save some money, that's where I'm going. And uh, in order to help you make your picks, before we get into our lineups, I want to highlight, uh, AJ, with your help here, the Rotowire optimizer tool it's voted one of the best tools in fantasy sport in the fantasy sport industry for helping team uh, players make their picks uh, a little bit more educated guess than than what we might normally come up with off the top of our heads and they feature the following lineup for tonight's game we can talk about how the ro- optimizer works a little bit after i'm done aj but i want to go through the lineup and see uh, tell our listeners what they project uh, they've got jack eichel in here at uh, $7,200. They've got Matthew Pekka, in- interestingly enough, a guy who's started to hit the scoreboard with reg- regularity in a rookie season. He's got $3,400 price tag, real bargain there. We've got Alexander Ovechkin, $8,800. Zach Parise on the wing with him at $7,200. Then a value play, Sebastian Ajo for Carolina at St. Louis. And then Jordan Schrader for Minnesota at San Jose at 3400 So some really good value plays there by the optimizer. And then at defense, they, they load up with uh, Brett Burns, but they at $8,100. Then they put Nate Prosser in there at $3,100. And finally, you mentioned Corey Crawford at $8,800. Tell us what you know about the Rotowire optimizer tool, uh, tool AJ, and uh, how, it, how it's useful for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a very metric-based tool here. Um, what it's going to do is it's going to take their... Uh, their projected points for tonight and uh, factor in their, their salary and it comes up with what uh, Rotowire calls their value number. Uh, so that's kind of the higher the value guys are going to tend to be high projection, low cost guys. So of the, of the guys showing up in the optimizer that Paul highlighted, Jordan Schroeder actually comes in with the highest value, uh, which is three. Uh, he's got 10.2 points as his projection, but his salary is just 3400 So uh, that's kind of how the optimizer works and comes up with this lineup. Uh, I like to use it kind of as a starting point. Uh, you can, you know, our subscribers out there can customize it by locking in some guys, excluding others. And so I use it as kind of a starting point and then tweak it from there. And, and it really helps with finding some of those sneakier kind of value plays for me. All right. Well, now it's time to give out our lineups, AJ. And let's begin with the two guys that you have at center ice. 
Yeah, so I talked a little bit about both these guys earlier. Eric Stahl at 6,400 is just a, a great discount, I think, on him uh, for one bad game, in my opinion. He's been phenomenal all year long. And then I went rel, uh, real low on this one. I, I talked a little bit about Franz Nielsen here at 4,900. Again, this is capitalizing a little bit on the matchup uh, and his you know, uh, fact that he's on the second line there in Detroit. Uh, Paul, what did you do down the middle of your lineup? Well, I, I teased that I did pick Nicholas Backstrom at $6,600. I just think that Washington's been really fired up for this game, and they want to make good on, on the, the opportunity they have to, to stop history, I'll say. And you can bet that their high-end players are going to be fired up for this one. I think you see Backstrom and Ovi go off in this game and uh, give the, the Jackets uh, a long-awaited loss on their record, I'll say. Uh, but it's going to be a great game. I'm sure I, I'm going to tune in for this one. Also at 6600 bucks, I'm going to put in Ryan Johansson. I like the fact that he, he's their number one center here. He's a big, rangy guy, and I look at the Tampa t side, and I think they're banged up uh, at the forward position, uh, and I think this is an opportunity where they don't have a guy who can corral and limit Johansson. I think he runs wild against the, the Bulls tonight at the $6,600 price tag. You got four wingers for me, AJ. Yeah, I start off with a guy we both highlighted in Nikita Kucherov at 7,900. He's just performing too well to pass up on that, and he saves you some cost compared to the other wingers there. Uh, and then two other guys I mentioned that are both under 6,000, uh, Charlie Coyle for Minnesota at 5,900, Anthony Manta at uh, 5,300. Uh, both these guys, it's capitalizing on matchups as well as some scoring talent that they've shown in the past. Uh, and then finally, my kind of sneaky play here is going to be Marion Gabrick for 4,500. Uh, Gabrick's on an extended uh, point drought. He hasn't scored in a couple games, but he's got a great chance to kind of right the ship here against Detroit. And for such a low cost for a top-line guy, even if he's not scoring, uh, I'm just going to hope to capitalize on him getting back on track and hope for a big night from him. Uh, what did you do for the wings, Paul? Well, I doubled up on the St. Louis uh, wingers tonight. I think this is uh, one of the more lopsided matchups that I see on the slate. So I included a couple of guys here in the 5,000 range. I spent $5,800 on Jaden Schwartz, $5,400 on David Perron. Both these guys factor into special teams play on the power play. They're getting top six minutes. They tend to be among the leaders in terms of getting shots on goal. So that, uh, that's, I think, good value in, in both of those guys. And another guy, a little bit more expensive, Brad Marchand against uh, Edmonton at home. I think this is a chance where the Bruins show uh, home ice advantage is a bigger deal for them. And uh, at $6,800, I think it's a good, good price tag for a guy who will play first-line minutes and lead this team against a, a team that doesn't play too well on the defensive side of the puck. Uh, and finally, I did mention Anthony Mantha, my cheapest winger. Uh, I love, love what I saw out of this guy. We got a really good chance to see him, a lot of him at the outdoor game, as I think most of our listeners did. And I like what I saw. This guy's a big winger who, who is another young guy that Detroit's starting to put into their mix. And maybe not the best season for the Red Wings so far. And might be a lot of highlights of, Mo, of Mantha on their uh, season-ending tape of the year that was because he's going to be front and center in terms of what they do the rest of the year, I think. And against Los Angeles at $5,300, I think that's a good value play. On the defense, uh, AJ. Yeah, I started out with Roman Yossi, uh, $6,200. All the reasons that I highlighted before, uh, being the, the top go-to guy there for them on, on both uh, even strength and the power play. And then Andre Sequeira at 4300 Again, capitalizing on what I consider to be a somewhat open matchup 
Um, Edmonton has been scoring, and I think he can be a, a power play uh, option there. Uh, Paul, your your blue liners. Well, I went a little cheap on uh, taking a bit of a flyer on Oscar Kleffbaum. I like this guy's profile as an offensively skilled player who will factor into the power play and as playing first line minutes on the defense. You get all that for 4600 bucks. I think you jump on it, even though he hasn't scored too much in the last couple of games. But before that, he had a nice run. I think he picks it up on the power play uh, tonight against Boston. And then I add Martinez. We mentioned about the block shots factor. For $5,100, this guy's also scoring quite regularly. And we talked about Detroit's struggles as a team. This is going to be a tough matchup for the Wings on, on the end of a, a West Coast trip, which is always a tough deal. So uh, that all adds up to good money spent here on Alex Martinez, in my opinion. We wind it up with our goalie picks, AJ. Yours? Yeah, I was really hesitant here, Paul, to, to skimp on, on goaltenders tonight. Um, there's just so many top-end guys. So I, I did go with Devin Dubnik, as I highlighted earlier, 9600 so about as pricey as you can get. Um, but I think he can get the win over San Jose tonight. Uh, Minnesota will want to rebound from that, that loss uh, to Columbus. Uh, in netball. Yeah, I, I really am concerned about locking in a goalie. As I go as cheap as I can for the most likely winner, and, and that added up to Jake Allen of the Blues today uh, against Carolina for $8,700. You won't find another, another first stringer who has as favorable a matchup, and so that was the determining factor for me. I think St. Louis just has too much overall talent to blow this game at home against a team that is, be uh, quite frankly, better at home than they are on the road in, in the Hurricanes. Before we wind it up, AJ, any closing thoughts from you? No, I just want to thank all of our listeners out there who've tuned in to our Tuesday podcast. Uh, they've done enough uh, listening for us that uh, the powers that be at Rotowire were happy to grant us a second show. So I want to thank all those listeners and thank any new listeners we pick up who are normally tuned in for the DFS podcast here. We'll be here every week for the rest of the NHL season, and we're looking forward to it. I echo those sentiments. Couldn't have said it better, my partner. So that's it. That's all in our breakdown of the best FanDuel plays for Thursday's NHL schedule from me, Paul Bruno, who you can follow at Statsman22, and AJ Scholes, who's a great follow at AJ Scholes24. I'll spell it again. A-J-S-C-H-O-L-Z-2-4. We encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions even throughout the week, and we'll do our best to respond quickly as we will look forward to our next podcast on Tuesday with a full review of our news and notes from around the NHL on PuckCast. Till then, so long, everybody. Your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores.